I'm so excited to uh, be sharing with you today, but I love our senior ministers, Pastor John and Danielle. And I know out there in Chatland, let's just show them some love. Hit those love hearts out there. I love their visionary leadership, their care for us, their prayer for us. They just love us. So let's show them some love. You doing it? Good. I'm glad. Well, you know, two weeks ago, I was driving on my way home and I just turned a corner and I heard God say to me, slow down. Just two words, slow down. And you know how in a second you can think of so many different thoughts and I'm thinking, well, I'm not even speeding. But anyway, I listened and I slowed down. I didn't know why. Within probably five seconds, a kid that was on their bike who was across the other side of the road on the footpath decided to just go straight across the road right in front of me. Boom. That was just not great. No, I didn't boom hit him. No, I didn't. Because I was slowed down, I actually slammed my brakes on, and he, it was a near miss, though. If I'd been going just a kilometre faster, any faster, I would have definitely hit him. If I was going the speed limit, I would have hit him and run him over. It is so important to hear the voice of God. I was just, I was relieved. It was like, phew, I am relieved. That is the last thing I want to do. And I was so grateful to God. I was thinking like, thank you, God, for, for telling me. Thank you for helping me. Because he, that's what he, he wants to help us. He wants to protect us. He wants to protect people. He loves people. So today, I'm going to share on Faith Comes by Hearing. That's the title of my message today. So before I get started, I just want to pray for us that we will hear from God today. So just close your eyes. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you that wherever anyone is watching today, your presence is there. Holy Spirit, touch their hearts. I thank you that you love them. I thank you that today you will reveal things to them. Your word is powerful and sharp and brings life and light. And today you will reveal whatever it is that they need to know. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow. It is so important to hear from God. But I used to think, how do you actually hear from God? Like, what do you do? How does he talk to you? I mean, it, hearing from God, it's not about your physical ears. It's not about your IQ. It's not about, um, like, anything in the natural. What it is about is your spirit. That's right. It's about your spirit. So how do you hear from God? In John 10, 27, it says, My sheep know my voice, and I know them and they follow me. Now, when I first heard this, my sheep know my voice. Like God is called the good shepherd, and we are his sheep. So we hear his voice. It's saying, my sheep hear my voice. And I think of uh, when you have children, and you might be going to pick them up from somewhere, school, no matter what, no matter how many kids are there, you can hear your child's voice. You know it. It's because you're in relationship with them. You, can, you know their laugh. Or if you've got a dog, if you're out in the park and your dog starts barking, you know your dog's bark. I mean, I don't know whether that works for cats because I'm not really a cat person, but it might. You might know their meow. But the thing is, my sheep hear my voice. God, we can hear his voice. He speaks to us. And, uh, you know, he's always speaking to us. If you think of a radio station... There's lots of radio stations that are 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They're transmitting a signal. Now, we might not hear that. The only way we can actually hear that particular radio station is by turning the radio on 
and tuning into that station. I think of God the same way. God is constantly wanting to speak to us, but it is a matter of where, whether we are tuned in to him. So the first thing is just to believe that he's speaking and let's start listening today. Today, there are so many different ways, but it takes time, effort, and focus to hear from God. That's what I've found anyway. So some different ways to hear from God. You can hear from God through preaching. You can hear from God through other people, through impressions, through dreams, through pictures, through visions. Uh, Some people have heard the audible voice of God, but there's an inner voice of God, and you can hear God through the Bible. Myself, I've found that those last two ways have been probably the most frequent, that inner voice and by reading the Bible. In Jeremiah 33, 3, it says, Call to me, and I will answer you and tell you great and mighty things that you do not know. When I first read that, I was so excited. I'm thinking, yes, God is. I'm going to call to God. He's going to tell me great and mighty things that I do not know. God's going to tell me the plan for my life because I found out that God has got a plan for every person. He's got a plan for you. So I'm like, what's my plan? What's my plan? Come on, God, I'm calling out to you. Tell me. And not only that, God's put gifts in you. So I'm like, what's my gifts? What's my gifts? I was excited, but God didn't seem to be telling me what my plan was or what my gifts were. I found that God spoke to me uh, in my everyday life, naturally, in natural settings. And I'm going to share a few of my stories, how God has spoken to me, like especially when I first started following him. And I'm going to start with Woolies. I was at Woolies and I was shopping and I was very on a very tight budget. So I would uh, calculate in my mind how much I was spending. I knew how much I had to spend and I, like, you know, tick, tick, I put that in there in my head. In my head, I'd do that. I went to get some ham and I thought, oh, look, the ham's got a great special today. I didn't realize that I was looking at the wrong uh, price. So I get the ham and on my way to the checkout, which is like over the other side of uh, where the deli was, I notice that it's too expensive. I cannot afford this. I do not have enough money for this ham. So what do you think I do? I think, oh no, where can I stash this ham? Like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do with this ham? And I heard God say to me, take it back to the deli. I'm like, no way. That's embarrassing. I'm not doing that. It's way over the other side. And, and, and I could hear him saying, take it back to the deli. I'm like, no, no, I can't do that. It's too, too embarrassing. So being the good person that I am, I think, well, since it's ham, I don't want it to go off anywhere. So I'll put it in where the milk is. And then when they come to, you know, uh, load up some more milk, they'll find it and they'll take it back to the deli. Really, I'm helping people stay employed at Woolies. That's right. So I want you to think about it. Like, what did I end up doing? Did I take the ham back to the deli or did I not take it back to the deli? If you think I did, I want you to put a Y, put a yes in the chat. If you think I didn't, I want you to put a no right now. Lock it in. The answer is, no, I did not take the ham back to the deli. What I did, I took it to where the milk was and I left it there. But I've got to tell you, I went home and I spent so much time apologizing to God. It would have just been easier if I'd listened and taken the ham back to the deli. Do you know, I've never, ever, since that moment happened, done that again. I mean, I've had plenty of opportunity. You get a loaf of bread from one side, go over, you see the bread, you think, I could just dump this here and get that bread. Don't do that. 
I don't do that anymore. So God talked to me in natural things. One time when I was walking out of Woolies, I'd got my change and I had a $50 note. And it was such a fresh, you know, brand new note. When I put it in my wallet, I realized that there were two $50 notes. I'm thinking, God blessed me. Yes. And God spoke to me and he said, wasn't me. So, and that's how God talked to me then. He was helping me, you know. And so I went back, took the money back. That was not a problem. I just found that God spoke to me in such natural things. He was helping me with my integrity. He was working with me. Another time at Sizzlers, and I had my kids there, and my youngest one, he still looked pretty young. I thought, I can still get away with the kids' price for him. I know none of you have ever done this before, but I'm thinking, it's no problem. He doesn't eat that much anyway. Really, I'm justifying it. I'm going up there to pay. And God says, he's not the kids, right? I'm like, I know, but really, it's only $3. And God spoke to me so clearly, and he said, exactly, it's only $3. Is your integrity worth only $3? Ouch! Like, really, sometimes I don't want to hear from God. Like, that, that hurt. But it was so true. See, God was working on me, on my heart, on my character, on my integrity. Here was I wanting to know my plan, what he was doing was building his relationship with me. God is good. He, he loves doing that thing. I mean, he has no trouble talking. In fact, he can be quite annoying, especially when he really wants, you, wants to tell you something. So, but I've found that God is wise. He wants the best for me because he loves me. And God loves you, and he wants the best for you. That's why we want to hear from him. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. That's in Romans 10, 17. Okay. So I grew in my relationship with God, and what happened, he started to tell me other things, not just about myself now, but about other people. So I moved out of Woolies into the car park now. So I'm in the car park, I'm about to go home, about to pull out, and I hear God say, stay and watch. So I'm just sitting there in the car park, I'm thinking, man, I've got things to do, seriously. So anyway, I see this car flying in, goes into a park, it's just in, up the front, like in, over the other side in front of me, I can see it que clearly, goes into the park and smacks into the car on the other side of that. Boom, hits it. I'm thinking, wow. And he, and he goes, stay and watch, God says. So I watch, I think, I see the guy get out, he has a look, he actually has to get back in, reverse a bit because he's just attached to the other car's bumper. I mean, he really smacked it. And I'm thinking, oh, this guy, he looks like a nice bloke. He's just going to write a note and do his thing. And I'm thinking, I'm going. And I, I hear God say, stay and watch. And write down that license plate number. So I'm like, fine, trying to find a pen, writing it on the back of my Woolies docket, his license plate number. Anyway, I see him go up, have another look. I thought, oh, he's going to put a note. No, he doesn't. He jumps in his car and he takes off. He's gone. I'm like, no. And then I feel just God say, write that person a note. Uh, put the license plate number, give them your phone number. And I did that. And anyway, this person called me who owned the car and she was crying for joy on the phone. She was just, she said it was one of the worst financial uh, times of her life and there was no way that she could have repaired the car. So she was so grateful that I'd left the note because they got the guy and his insurance was paying for that. So hearing from God can do amazing things not just for you, but for other people. 
Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And one thing I've know about my kids, when when they were younger and I used to tell them like, don't touch the stove, you know, or like or or the stove is hot, you know, when you cross the road, look left and right. You tell them these things over and over again. But as they grew and as they mature, I don't have to tell them that anymore. And God is the same. With me, he used to tell me, you know, take the hand back to the deli. He used to say, you know, take that back. No, that wasn't me. But he doesn't have to, he didn't have to say that to me anymore because I'd learned that. And that's how God works in your life. And he starts to tell you more and more. So how do you know that it's God? Firstly, whatever God tells you will always line up with the Bible, with his word. It will always line up with his word because his word is the truth. So God's never going to tell you to steal something. God's never going to tell you to um, like hurt somebody. That's not God's nature. So the second thing is, uh, there's like a sense that there's a peace. You know, sometimes you just know. I just know. And it's not know in my head, but it's know in my heart. It, it just feels right. It's comfortable. It's just right. That's how you know. You just, you get this peace. Like in, in, uh, Philippians 4, 7, it says, then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. There is a peace when it's God. Okay, and the third thing, you know, just something that I've found is God also confirms his word. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, we had an Alpha night, and I'll explain a little bit more about Alpha. It's a course we do a little bit later. But we're in this course, and I'm praying for someone over Zoom. It's all online. And I've got another leader in the room with me. And I'm praying. I get a scripture. I hear a scripture from God for this person. I get the word inquisitive, and I get the scripture saying, you know, it's for the glory of God to conceal a matter. It's for the glory of kings to conceal Uh, to search out a matter. So I know the scripture, but I don't know where it is. So I'm telling her, you know, if you just Google it, you can find it. Next minute, my team member is losing it. You know, he's at his house, he's losing it. And it's, wow, I'm thinking like, what is wrong? He nearly falls off his chair. And then I'm going, what's going on? He goes, I know where it is. He starts holding his Bible up to to the camera to show us. What had happened, he had a scripture for another person in the room, and he had the Bible open at that scripture. It was on the other page. When I said the scripture, he just felt to look on the other side, you know, another page of the Bible, and there that scripture was. Boom. God confirms his word. Everybody's eyes were like saucers after that. And you can think, oh, that's just a coincidence. Like, seriously, I don't think so. Have you seen how big a Bible is? To be open at that page and him to look there? No way. God loves speaking to you. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So how do we keep the faith? Faith is developed just like anything else. It's like a muscle. The more we use it, the stronger it gets. So one thing that I feel that's worked for me to keep faith is obedience. Obedience has been a key for me. I haven't always been obedient. As I've shared some of my stories, there's plenty of other times I haven't been as well. And I suppose, like, God had a word to me about my selective hearing. You probably know what selective hearing is. Like, you choose what you want to hear, and then you don't listen to the stuff that you don't like. I mean, that's selective hearing. So in James 1.22, it says, uh, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, 
deceiving yourselves. It's fine to hear from God, but a lot of time you hear from God because God wants you to do something. So being obedient to the word of God, that's key for keeping the faith. The second thing is, is to stay connected to God and to people. And how do you stay connected to God? You pray, you trust God, you call out to God, you ask him things, and you trust that he's going to answer you. So you pray, uh, like in Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, and all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. So just trust God. Stay connected to God and to people. And you do that by coming to church, reading the Bible, joining a group. We've got groups online, but we're also starting to have some groups in, in people's homes again too. So join a group. Get connected to people. And the third thing, and this is probably the thing that has helped me so much, is to journal. When I, when I used to hear from God, I would write it down. All those stories that I've just shared with you, they're actually in my journals. I've written them down, even the ones where I didn't listen. So journal has helped, because when I go back now and I look at my journey with God, it's amazing. I can see how God's spoken to me over the years. He's continued to come into my eyes. I've asked questions. He's answered them. I've prayed things. He's answered my prayer. So, you know, journal. Journaling's incredible. And if you don't journal already, I encourage you, journal now. In fact, if you're going to make a commitment to journal, hearing from God, right now, if you do it already, or if you're going to make a commitment to do it from now on, I just want you to put a J in the chat right now. Make a commitment to journal. So there you go, to keep the faith, be obedient, stay connected to God and to people, and journal. I just want to pray for you right now. All those that committed to journaling, all those that committed to keeping their faith in God, let me just pray. Let's just close your eyes. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you for every person. I thank you, Lord, that today you've spoken to them. I thank you, Lord, that they hear from you and they know it. I thank you, Lord, that you've broken things that, that where they didn't think they heard, they realized that they've been hearing from you all along. And Father, I pray that you would turn up the volume and each and every person, Father, would hear you clearly, that you'd bring clarity, that you would guide and lead them, that, Lord, you would answer prayers. Father, that you would tell them the plan that you have for them, that you would tell them that the gifts that you've placed in them. I thank you, Lord, that you are good. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Hey, I'm just going to close on one story, one more story. A few years ago, uh, I went to a new masseuse. First time, went, for a, went to go for a massage. And while I'm there, she's starting off, you know, she's making a little bit of small talk. Uh, she says, like, like, where do you work? I said, I work at a church. Then she starts saying to me, oh, I watch Christian TV. And she's telling me who she watches. And then she says to me, the only thing is, I'm not good enough, and like I don't think God would ever forgive me. And I'm like, what? Wow, no, 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 no. Like God loves you. It doesn't matter what you've done. God loves you. You know, if you ask God to forgive you, 
He will. That's just as simple as that. And then I heard a scripture. It just dropped into my head. It's in Romans 10, 19. And it says, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and that you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So I hear that scripture and I think like, God, I've known her for five minutes. Seriously? I don't know whether she'll understand that. So anyway, I tell her, hey, you know what? I've just heard the scripture out of the Bible for you. So I tell it to her. You know, if you if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And she goes to me, well, I believe it in my heart, but I haven't declared it with my mouth. And I says, oh, wow. Well, if you want to, you can do that right now. We can say a prayer together to invite Jesus into your heart. And she goes, yes, I want to do that. So right there and then, we said a prayer together to invite Jesus into her heart. Like her name is Julie. She's awesome. Just saw her yesterday, actually. But I, I just think since that day, like Julie's been water baptized at C3 Powerhouse. God has been in her life, started to lead and guide her, is evident in her life now. And that's what happens. I just believe that there are people watching right now. And it could be you. And you're thinking to yourself, that's me. I want to accept God. But maybe you feel that God can't forgive you. God can forgive anything. When we surrender our lives to Him, He comes in. His Spirit comes and brings our spirit to life. And He starts to walk alongside of us. He starts to lead us and guide us. He starts to take burdens off us because He loves us. He loves you. And if that's you today, I would love to lead you in a prayer to invite Jesus into your heart. So what we're going to do, we're going to say a prayer together. If you've made a decision to connect to God for the very first time, to have a relationship with Him, or you want to reconnect to God, or you just want to be certain that you're going to heaven, that if, if you were to die today, that you're going to heaven. If that's you today, any one of those three, like, you know, connect to God for the first time or reconnect or go to heaven, let's just say this prayer together. Say it straight from your heart, but let's, let us all say it together. So just close your eyes and repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today and I invite you into my heart. Thank you that you love me, that you died on a cross for me and my sin. I'm sorry. I'm turning to you to follow you. I renounce the devil and all his ways. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Show me how to live. I thank you that today I am forgiven. I am set free. And I'm going to heaven in Jesus' name. I'm just going to pray for those that gave their hearts today. Lord, I just thank you, Father, that you see them. I thank you, Lord, that they hear you. Lord, that you would just pour out your love upon them, Father. That you would place great people around them. That you would protect them. 
that you would put joy into their lives in Jesus' name. Father, that you continue to give them hope. I thank you, Father, that your love now is poured into their hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, that's so great. You said that prayer today for the first time or reconnected. And you know, if you did that, there is two things that we would love you to do. We encourage you to do this. And the first one is to come back to church. Come back online. Come back when we are able to meet in a physical location again. The second one is to do Alpha. I mentioned Alpha earlier. Alpha is a six-week course where we go on a journey about Christianity, about who is Jesus? What does Jesus do? Does Jesus still heal? Why do we pray? Questions like that. Or, the, you know, like, what's my life even about? And it's in a non-judgmental, relaxed atmosphere. We've been doing it on Zoom. So you can do that. And right now, like the details of how to do that are coming up on the screen. So if you'd love to do, uh, we would love to join with you. We'd love to connect with you. And earlier, you would have seen the details if you gave your heart as well. You would have seen the details of how to connect with us because we want to do the journey with you. We want to help you go further. But hey, thank you so much this morning. It's been amazing. I'm going to hand you back to Pastor John.